here. And that lets you save the look here. True form life. Green look on Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. I'm your host, Drew Tadia. All right, so recently I wasn't feeling well. I know, shocking. <laughs> this entire show is going to be dedicated to not feeling well. So we get the questions of should I exercise when not feeling well, uh, sleep tips, food. So we got a whole list all dedicated to helping you feel better and getting back on track. This is going to be exploring mindandbody.com forward slash 108, not feeling well. If you want to check us out online, I'm going to have some tips, show notes, and some links. Hope you enjoy the show. We got all that coming up. Uh... This is Exploring Mind and Body with True Form's Drew Tadia, fitness expert on 96.5 CKFM. Exploring Mind and Body would not be possible without help from the French Learning Center. The French Learning Center, offering tutoring, French day camps, adult classes, and more. Contact Dorothy Keith for more information at 403-586-5714. That's 586-5714. The French Learning Center, a proud supporter of Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia. So once again, recently, I wasn't feeling well. Something we all go through. Doesn't matter who you are, where you live, or what you do. At times, we're not feeling our best. It's as simple as that. I thought in this show, I'd talk about what I go through. I'm sure others go through all directed towards not feeling well. I'm also going to cover sleep habits, the importance of eating, sleep tips, and exercise as well. We got all that, so we're going to jump into it here. I wouldn't say not feeling well is a part of my lifestyle. But the fact remains, sometimes a bug catches up with me. And to be quite honest, it usually knocks me off my feet. Literally, in some cases. I eat well on a consistent basis. Work out regularly. Believe in prevention as opposed to treatment. Of course, I talk about health and fitness all the time. But I live it too. So it's more of a shock to myself than anyone else when something sneaks up on me. This wasn't always a realization to me. I was very... And I guess still am to a degree self-conscious about not feeling well or full-blown sick. And you won't hear me say that four-letter word too often because I don't really believe in it, which has an explanation geared for another show. So many people look at me with sheer surprise in their eyes and say, oh my, you're sick or wow, you're not feeling well. It used to bother me so much I tried to hide it. So much so, I tried to hide it. <laughs> of course, although sensitive and emotional, I still have testosterone running through me and still need to puff up my chest once in a while, especially when weakness arises and pretend I'm doing just fine, but I'm getting better with it. I never planned on lying in the fetal position, asking my mommy no matter how much I feel like it and don't ever want to be someone that complains just to complain. When I was heavily involved in athletics, it's almost hard to admit, but I never wanted to be the guy that was hurt or injured. And later on in my career, once I realized the benefits of food and exercise, I never was. And I mean, never bar one time I dove and broke my hand, but that didn't keep me out for long. The fact of the matter is, if management saw weakness for any reason, they may take you out, give you a rest, and quite possibly you'd never see the field again. So admitting there wasn't anything wrong was a big deal. 
I remember very clearly one time I dove for the ball. Landed funny and came up slightly lame. When I hobbled off the field, the manager walked over to me and said, Are you hurt, Teddy? <laughs> I knew he was going to ask. So almost before he could finish his sentence, I replied with a confident, Nope. He said, Good man, and continued to pass by. That was the extent of our conversation, and that's how it went. I didn't want any thoughts to cross his mind that I should be taken out. All right, so moving on past memory lane. Earlier when I said sometimes not feeling well quite literally knocks me off my feet, I meant it. I could be just a big baby when I don't feel well because I'm so used to feeling great. I couldn't really say. Everyone has a different pain tolerance, a different threshold as to what they can handle when their health is at its peak. For me, I'm sure others could relate. My whole world is upside down. The energy I walk around with on a regular basis sometimes jumps out at me. And I hope that doesn't sound like I'm telling you how great I am. That's certainly not the case. I say that now because I notice how little energy I have when I'm not feeling well. It's such a polar end of the spectrum. Sometimes I wake up and run to my computer. And I know that sounds extreme to some. I used to think I had a problem until I realized it was a gift. I often wake up with passion. I love what I do. So when people think I'm crazy when I say I work all the time, it's different. I work all the time because I love what I do, not because I have to. And I do work all the time. This may be to a fault at times, but I love it. So much so I get carried away. Sometimes I even have to schedule breaks, make myself step away from work. But working from when I wake up till I fall asleep is a common occurrence. And if you really love what you do, you follow your passion and are an entrepreneur, which would be both of these, of course. You know exactly what I'm talking about. So if I wake up energized after a great night of sleep, ideas are flowing as soon as I get up. I have to write them down, research something, or send an email to someone right away so I can let the next idea flow freely. It's very apparent when I wake up and want to go back to sleep because I didn't have a restful night. Tossing and turning isn't something I regularly do. I usually sleep like a rock. So not sleeping well affects my day and is a big part of not feeling well. All right, stay right there. When I come back, I'm going to talk about the importance of sleep, especially when you're not feeling well and tips to help you do so. Exploring mind and body with True Form's Drew Tadia would not be possible without the help from the following sponsors. AG Foods in Didsbury, Health Street in the Cornerstone Shopping Center Olds, and Shoppers Drug Mart, working together to help build a healthier tomorrow. For more information on True Form Life, Drew Tadia, or to find out how you can become a sponsor, visit exploringmindandbody.com. All right, we're back with another segment on sleep. Who can use some tips on sleep? So let's get into it. Oh my sleep, how we love it. How do we function without sleep? In many cases, we don't. And when we're not feeling well, it makes it even harder to get a restful night. Without sleep, we don't give our bodies a chance to heal and recover. I really feel this is a main reason we stay not feeling well for so long. Because we don't get the proper sleep and we don't give our bodies a chance to recover. I know many of you are saying, well, I try. It just doesn't happen. And I know what it's like as well. We're restless. We get night sweats. We get uncomfortable. The list goes on. And there we are, wide awake or half asleep, but no better off. 
It's important to do things we can to increase our chances of getting a good night's sleep so we can recover and feel a little better the next day. So let's get into a few things. Number one, drink something warm before bed. Not only do you get nutrients you're likely lacking from not eating, which we'll go over later, but it warms the body internally. Have some warm herbal tea and put your body at ease before bed. Number two, I know all we want to do is lie in one spot, maybe watch TV all day, or fall in and out of sleep because we have no energy to move, or nothing to do for that matter, but it's important to get out of bed. Maybe lie on the couch or sit in a chair. Leave your room to eat some soup or go for a walk in fresh air. Laying in bed all day, in and out of sleep, then trying to fall asleep late at night simply doesn't work. You need to get out of that position, change your environment, change your vision and mindset, and realize leaving that space will give you a better chance to sleep later on. Number three is get up and move. I know this makes me sound like a drill sergeant, but seriously, get up and move. Laying in one position isn't going to do you any good. I know you're weak, don't have much energy, feel horrible, and would rather lay or sit in one spot. But you have to get those toxins flowing. You have to get your muscles working and your blood moving throughout your body. As I said earlier, going for a walk in fresh air will clear your head and lungs. It will get your blood flowing and help you see the light at the end of the tunnel. Walking around the house is another one. Get up and get your own food or water or use the bathroom. This will do you a lot of good instead of laying there if you have the luxury of being waited on. All right, stay right there. When I come back, I'm going to talk about exercise when not feeling well. This question comes up a lot. Should I exercise when I'm not feeling well? Should I wait? What should I do? When I come back, I'm going to answer those questions for you. Exploring mind and body with True Form Life's Drew Taddeon. Brought to you in part by Curves Complete, the whole solution that makes burning fat as easy as one, two, three. Get exercise, meal plan, and coaching for $14.95 a week. Call Curves and Olds at 403-556-5992 to schedule a free, no-obligation appointment. All right, we're back with another segment, and I'm talking about should I exercise when not feeling well? I want to start off with my own perspective. It is slightly controversial, so depending on who you talk to, they're going to tell you something slightly different. From my own perspective, I understand our lymph nodes need a release. There's no active pump to move these toxins out. A quick note, you can feel some of your lymph nodes right under your neck. You might notice they get swollen when you're not feeling well. Since there's no pump like a heart valve, for example, we need to move to get those toxins flowing and released. Otherwise, they sit there stagnant. This is why it's my belief when we're not feeling well, we're much better off moving around in some way. We need to get the toxins flowing to the liver and kidneys, releasing those toxins and cleansing our body. It doesn't have to be extreme workouts, but I'd say there's a lot of people that sit in the fetal position or move as little as possible when they're not feeling well. This is only going to prolong your miserable feeling. As for workouts myself, I usually try to do something, whether it's a short workout, minimal cardio, or lifting a few weights and then leaving, I try to do something. The last time I wasn't feeling well, it was a different kind of feeling. My motivation was gone. I had no energy because I couldn't eat. And although we'll get to how important it is to eat shortly while not feeling well, I couldn't make myself because I didn't have any get up and go. I took about a week off, which felt like a year. It's true when they say you don't realize how much you miss something or, in this case, need something till it isn't there anymore. The truth of the matter is, I need workouts. I need to be able to be active. 
It's my life. And when I say that, I don't just mean it's my job with training people or teaching fitness classes. I mean, it's what wakes me up. It's what motivates me. I haven't written much, which made me realize the most inspirational times come right after a workout or sometimes before. Workouts give me energy, confidence, that internal strength that many are in search for. Without being able to work out, my confidence was low. Not just any confidence, but self-confidence, which I believe is the most significant. I try to take something out of every not-so-great situation. And if I learn anything, it's how important workouts are to me. I also learn what others may feel like, those that don't exercise on a regular basis, the ones that don't know how important it is, how many benefits it has, and I fully believe it when I say losing weight is the most insignificant benefit to working out. Considering how great I feel, how much energy I have, and how my clients relay to me how much exercise changes their life when they begin, it only confuses me more when someone feels all the incredible feelings and emotions and then stops working out. But that's another subject. My first workout in a week opened my eyes. It gave me new life. Working out all the time, not knowing what it's like not to be able to exercise was blinding. Now I know where my energy comes from. I know where my inspiration comes from, along with confidence, and I'd even go as far to say self-worth because I feel like I was in such a deep, sad place without workouts, which may sound extreme, and I know it was only a week, but having so many good things centered around one thing, it's hard not to give it credit when it's gone, and when it comes back, and everything else comes back with it. As for workouts when you're not feeling well, I'd strongly advise you to do something, anything, Help your body out. Our bodies are incredible at healing themselves, but there's nothing wrong with offering a little assistance. Get moving. Help those toxins flow through the liver and kidneys. Feel better and get back to living that life in vitality. The one you miss so much. The one with energy and good things. A little motion causes a lot of emotion. So once again, get moving. Start feeling better and get back to your normal everyday life. When we come back, I'm talking about the importance of eating when not feeling well. I'll also have some tips that will help with digestion because we've all been there and haven't felt like we could stomach anything at a time when we're not feeling well. This segment brought to you by True Form Fitness. Personal training and group classes available locally for all your health and fitness needs. Visit trueformlife.com for details. All right, we're back and we're talking about food. That's right, the last thing you want to do or think about when you're not feeling well. I understand many times when we're not feeling well, it's the last thing we do. We don't want to think about preparing food or eating food. The last time around I wasn't feeling well, this was a problem. My issue was centered around my gut or digestion area. I really had a hard time getting food in me. But when I did, it was like a wilted plant that was just watered. I could almost feel the energy lift in me as food passed through my body. I know this sounds like a little much, but I paid attention to every feeling that goes through me after I consume a meal. And there was a clear difference after consumption of some good nutrients. At the same time, I could feel my energy so low when walking around without food in my system, it was hard to get through the day. It was hard to do simple tasks that you don't even think about being challenging. I believe in food, so much so, in this case, I believe without food, it's easy to tell where my energy comes from on a daily basis. 
I have high energy throughout the day. I'm usually going nonstop from when I wake up till I go to sleep. Of course, there's small breaks in between. But what I'm getting at is food fuels my day. I wouldn't be able to do half the things I do without the proper nutrients. I talked about energy in the past episode, so I don't want to get in depth, but I did feel it necessary to cover this subject briefly. It's so important to get quality foods in your body when you're not feeling well. On a good day, it might be difficult to get yourself to eat. Then when you're not feeling well, seemingly impossible. But if you want to get back to normal, start feeling better in a short amount of time, then food is the way to go. Foods easy to digest would be a good place to start. Or maybe food you love could pique your interest. How about yogurt in the morning if you consume dairy? A smoothie would be a perfect option. You can make it taste great by adding some extra strawberries or peaches and by adding superfoods like powdered greens or sea vegetables. They'll give you a ton of nutrients in one drink and you wouldn't have to eat an entire meal. Meals could be a lot of work, especially if you're not feeling well. You don't want to buy food if you don't have any in the fridge. Then prepare it then cut it up and eat it. Let's be real here. We've all felt horrible before and no one wants to go through all that effort to do something you don't even want to do. So find some easy answers. There's smoothies, there's yogurt, you can make oatmeal or hot quinoa and throw some almond milk and frozen berries in there. Then of course there's soup. We all look to soup when we're not feeling well. Ah, good old chicken noodle soup. <laughs> Sorry to burst your bubble, but the store-bought chicken noodle soup aren't good for you at all. The amount of sodium in them alone should be enough to keep you away. Think about it though. Grandma used to make homemade soup when I wasn't feeling well. And I bet many of your backgrounds were the same. We used to have homemade things like chicken soup. We used to have homemade breads and pies, even crust pies. Now they've made it so easy for us, nothing is homemade and none of it is healthy. The good news is soup is super easy to make. If you can't muster the strength to do some chopping, ask someone to do it for you. Most of us know someone that cares for us enough. They want to help you out when we're not feeling well. And I know none of us want to be a crutch or a problem, but sometimes we have to ask for a little help. And there's nothing wrong with that. A good friend or family member will have no problem cutting food for you or grabbing some extra veggies the next time they visit the grocery store. I love soup because it's so easy. All you do is chop up the veggies, throw them in water, and let them simmer. Veggies make their own broth, so you don't need to go and buy veggie stock or beef or chicken stock for that matter. Most of those have tons of sodium and other ingredients most of us can't read, spell, or pronounce. So do your best to stay away from those. You don't need to. Skip the unhealthy, commercial-made soup additives and make everything on your own. I'm telling you, so many of us don't realize how easy it is to make a good old homemade soup. Grandma didn't need a recipe, and neither do you. All you need is some of your favorite veggies, a large pot, and some filtered water. Then you're off to the races. Off to getting some nutrients in your body and feeling better in no time. And the great part about soup is, if you make a big pot, it can last you all week. No microwave needed. You don't even need to store it in the fridge. Just leave it on the stove and reheat when you're ready. Side note here, I'm talking about veggie soup, which I highly recommend when you're not feeling well. Vegetables are easier on the gut, which is why I'd say skip the meat. Meat should also be refrigerated, so I would not suggest leaving a pot of soup on the counter with meat in it overnight. All right, don't go anywhere. When we come back, I'm going to recap some easier suggestions I just offered to get nutrients in your body. And then I'm going to go over a short list of what to stay away from when you're not feeling well. 
Exploring Mind and Body with Trueform Life's Drew Tadia is brought to you in part by Kathy and Connie, the new real estate team in town with Widmer Realty. Contact them today for all your real estate needs. In this segment, I'm going to recap some suggestions I previously went over to help you get nutrients in your body. And I'm going to tell you about what foods to stay away from. All right, so to wrap things up, let's briefly go over the nutrients I just talked about. Number one, find a way to get nutrients in your body in some way. Yogurt is easy to digest if you consume dairy products. If not, chia seeds in almond milk is another good example of nutrients in an easy way to digest. Number two, a smoothie is a great way to get nutrients in your body. There's not much prep time. You don't have to cook a meal. And the best part is you can add tons of incredible nutrients with dried superfoods like powdered greens or sea vegetables. Number three, homemade vegetable soup. If you're not up to chopping or even visiting your local grocery store, ask a friend to help. Don't be afraid to ask for help and don't be afraid to make a huge pot. You don't want to have to make this a couple times. Make it one time in a big pot. Leave it on the stove. Then reheat it and refill your bowl to get those nutrients you need. Now that we went over what you should consume, let's talk about what you shouldn't consume. We want to feel better. We want to gain energy and strength and strengthen our immune system. We not only do that by supplementing with proper foods, but by staying away from certain foods as well. We all want some type of comfort food when we're not feeling well. This likely began when we were children and our parents loved us so much so they'd do anything to make us feel better. So they gave us a popsicle. Don't get excited, parents. I'm not blaming you. We correlate joy and feeling well to certain things. The sun is shining. Kids are laughing playing in the backyard or in a treehouse, and you bring them a popsicle. It makes them feel good, and it makes you feel good too. So no, so now, when our little treasures aren't feeling well, we want to do everything we can to make them feel better, which is where the popsicle comes in, which makes you both feel better. Unfortunately, this isn't doing either of you any good. These delicious little treats are filled with toxins, food coloring and refined sugar, to name a couple. A better option would be homemade. If that's too much work, then skip them and find another option. This may come as a shock to some, but pudding, something I used to get when I wasn't feeling well, and I'm sure countless others did too. I mean, who didn't like Bill Cosby and those Jell-O commercials? Unfortunately, even though it says sugar-free and zero calories, this is not good for you. If anything says zero calories, you should really reconsider it. If there's no calories, what's it made out of? I don't know the answer, but I'd bet a lot of money there's a few ingredients on the back I can't read or spell. Stay away from these substances, <laughs> I can't even call them food, at all costs when not feeling well. They're nothing more than toxic. And although you may feel better on some level emotionally, physically, they won't improve your health and quite possibly prolong you not feeling well. All right, that's all we have for you this evening. I hope you enjoyed the show and I hope going over some of my own struggles with not feeling well helps you understand how to get better quicker and that we don't need to feel miserable for an extended period of time. Take your health back and make small steps to feeling better in a shorter amount of time. I appreciate every chance you get to listen. If you have any questions about this particular show, you can visit our website, exploringmindandbody.com forward slash not feeling well. And don't forget you can head over to iTunes, download this show, and take it with you wherever you go. If you found us on iTunes, I'd love an honest opinion on what you think of the show by commenting. I'm always looking to get better and improve the content. 
so I'll read each and every review. All right, I got to get out of here. Thanks to my producer, Jameson Brown. Thank you for your time, and I'm gone. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com. Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia would not be possible without the help of GDK Gravel and Sand. GDK Gravel and Sand, now offering all products in half and one yard bags. Give them a call today for more information. 1-877-335-2091.